Oh, beep, boop, 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 Welcome to Unnatural 20s, where we leave the fate of the galaxy up to the rolls of a D20. My name is Caitlin, and I will be leading us on today's adventure, and I'm joined by my two intergalactic buddies with the most slurp in the It's... Hey, what's up? It's your up Cassie. Also joining us today with the wildest turn of in the Yeah, it is... Hey, it's your favorite books. <laughs> now that we've been properly introduced. Wait, hold on. I like that McKenna threw in favorite right there. Yeah. And like, that's a bold ass <laughs> fucking move. It almost slipped by yeah. me, but that was a bold claim. And you don't want to, you don't want to claim anything like that? No, it's all right. I'll let it go. But th- just know this is a war well, from here on a, out. It was a favorite I don't know what I did. But it was a favorite different sound from what you made. So we're different <laughs> yeah. types of favorites. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I understood all of that because I really understand that language. Um, oh, good. So now that we have been properly introduced, it's time to... Remember, because it's the 21st of September, a.k.a. it's when we look back on the year where we stormed Area 51 to find the truth. Yes, last year we did it. We summoned the winds and the crowds and we Naruto ran right into the labs of Area 51 where they kept all the secrets and we have been enlightened. Now it's time for us to share our truth from the most credible sources, a.k.a. Tom DeLonge and conspiracy sites to make sure the masses have remembered what the government has zapped from our memories. Instead of zapping that from our minds, I wish they would have zapped our recent fails. But in honor of remembering, why don't we first go over our recent fails to put that back in everyone's mind? Uh, My most recent fail is uh, pretty much just a recurring one in my life that I can't seem to correct right now. And it's just the budgeting mess that I am because straight up I keep living my life like... That one, like, I think it was a drill tweet where it was like, you know, normal, like, essentials. And then it was like 50,000 into candles. But mine that I'm blowing absurd money on is just dog toys and like takeout food, which like, you know, we just came back from a trip. So I was like, these next couple of weeks, you're going to live a little lean. And have I done that at all? No. Dogs (laughs) has so many toys coming to this household and he doesn't need them. But listen, it's a problem and it brings me so much joy. Okay, but you need them. You're not really buying them for puppy. You're buying them to bring yourself joy to give them to puppy. It really is. It's just like his joy brings me joy and it's the only thing, the only source of joy right now. And it's just, it's an overwhelming amount of joy when you bring him just a simple little toy. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that one that the dog toys are good. And they make me happy, too. So in reality, I'm justified. This is all good. Then I'm living life just fine. You're treating yourself. You're treating your puppy and you're treating your roommate. That's right. Look at all of the things that you've done with just what was this? There's a toy in front of us that she had just purchased today. Yeah, that was $7.99. That is a pricier one than your normal purchase. (laughs) It was worth it, though. I do have to agree. It was worth it. The amount of joy. I cannot even express to you how joyful this dog was and also how happy I was watching him enjoy this toy. So it's a little bone with crinkles inside of it. And he fucking loves it. You guys all fell into my trap. I was just looking for validation on this. Thank you so much. (laughs) Also, the food that we get is very good, too. So like Mm. it's good. Yeah, it like brings me joy and, and makes me warm nutrients. in the winter. Nutrients too. It's keeping you alive. <laughs> makes you warm you in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me warm in the winter. I gotta it's get It's like a hundred <laughs> degrees outside. I'm glad this food is keeping you warm in, in this the harsh, winter. harsh winter we're having. I am bulking. It's that bear season. I'm ready. All right. So uh my fail is not eating like Cassie. It's actually getting eaten alive. Um 
And it's the fact that I am so fucking dumb because I have been getting eaten alive by bugs like outside. It, like when I walk the dog and at the dog park, it just happens. It's the bug season, whatever. Well, I could prevent this by wearing pants because the, the bugs keep biting all of my legs. But I like to wear my shorts and I like to be comfortable in my shorts. So um, my fail is that I just will not wear pants. I will wear shorts and then I'll complain about all the little bug bites that I have all over my legs and how itchy I am. I literally have like 20 bug bites have on my leg right now. considered like the repellent spray? Or just just the pants. It's tw- when you yeah. go outside. It's twenty minutes. You got to yeah. wear pants for twenty minutes. I know. You know. I don't love wearing pants. So I'm, it's I'm okay twenty with this. minutes though. God, but pants are so restricting. Like I'm wearing them. sweatpants, bro. I'm wearing them right now. <laughs> and like, let me tell you the freedom that I feel in shorts, and I fucking love it. And like, it's hard okay, to wait, be like restrained. Sweatpants are comfy though. They are, but yeah. also it's a little bit warm outside, and I want my little. I thought you were talking like jeans or something, and I'm like, no, no, I'd rather wear shorts and jeans. But no, it's like sweatpants. They're still comfy. Just but comfy as hell pajama pants. Also, I forget yeah. all the times too. I sometimes forget you guys don't live in like like your apartment complex is perfectly fine to like walk around because you're like enclosed yeah yeah it's like college rules out here you yeah. can exactly you can walk out i'm like i can't even answer my mail in my sweatpants because my neighbors will see and judge me <laughs> oh uh. see the neighbors defo judge me because i don't care also a little boy asked me one time why i was wearing such short shorts so that yes there is judgment but i just don't care because i do like my legs out um but yeah that's my fail is that i am stubborn and i don't wear pants and i forget to wear pants I've had that child ask me why you wear such short shorts multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this child's concerned about the wrong things. <laughs> yeah. He's like six years old. Like I've six. seen your shorts. None of them are that short. They well, don't. They're, they're short. Cassie always has to remind me that my ass is hanging out. So. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. They're pretty short. I like... I always have to like remember what is appropriate. Just going to Christian school for so long, I'm like, okay, not every pair of shorts needs to touch your fingertips, but you also don't need to hang the your Bermuda ass out. shorts. Like, what's the in between? <laughs> it's cargo shorts or you're sinful. No, I got cheeks out. Guys. They show more than two inches above your kneecaps. Oh, I've got two inches of ass cheek hanging out. So, <laughs> oh, it's like the opposite mouth. Yeah, it's cheerleader rules. rules. Got yeah. it. Got it. <laughs> uh, so my fail is not having to do with clothing whatsoever but it is a fail of like home ownership in a sense um no, tell us really about good. that one well you guys had experience <laughs> with this but it, it when we rented a house together um you have to do this thing where you take your trash cans out to the curb you know yeah and they come pick up your trash we forgot to take our trash pans out last week and they were already full like our regular garbage bin was like already filled to the max and we literally woke up that morning hearing the trash truck go by and i was like shit <laughs> it's uh definitely tucked behind our gate not being taken out and so um now we just have a monstrous amount of trash piling up and we are just garbage people so it sucks yeah. uh yeah that was always a feeling bad. and then once when it's trash day, you just look at which neighbors have like the empty trash cans and start filling your mistakes into their trash bins. Yeah. It's a real good look. Mm-hmm. Our uh, neighbors are really, really responsible and they mm. pull those bitches up like minutes after the trash ca- well, like driver okay. comes by wow. and then they tuck them behind their little fences. So can't even do that. <laughs> Man, it's devastating. to go over to my siblings' houses and just start bringing trash bags with us and be like, hey, you your stop garbage off- cans run back. Yeah. <laughs> You can just stop off at your local gro- local grocery store, you know? Yeah, just Share throw theirs. up in the dumpster nearby. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to have to happen because we are garbage human beings right now. There's two <laughs> more days till trash day. So. Oh, man. That's a rough one. 
Yeah, um, we're stupid. Well, I'm sorry that you're having such a trashy life right now, but um, I think... <laughs> Does we, that make you feel better? <laughs> trash filled. So you <laughs> your garbage <Thank> life. You. <laughs> I'm a garbage human being. I know. Okay. <laughs> it's called MTV. <laughs> Documentary on your garbage life. <laughs> true life <laughs> my garbage life <laughs> true life i'm a trash monster <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah you're a trash monster um but you know that's something we want to forget but unfortunately it's in everyone's memories forever now what we don't want to forget though also is uh, what we do here every single week so every week every monday we make our way through a list of 20 talking points guided by uh, me this week uh, as your dm and uh, and the rolls of our d20 so we would love if you would send over your questions uh, or quests on social media at unnatural 20s or by emailing us at unnatural 20s at gmail.com to be part of our adventure so number 10 on our dice is your role so that's going to be a follower question so send in those questing questions to be part of that today i am going to be rewarding our party members cassian books with experience points when they do something cool and i'm going to deal out some hit points when i don't like what they say so I think it's time for us to get up on this adventure. That way we can start remembering and enlightening all of our listeners on what we really learned when we stormed Area 51. So why don't we just roll? All right, we rolled a three and three is going to be nerd out update. So guys, what are you uh, nerding out about? <laughs> Tell me guys, what <laughs> that is voice, it? That voice alone. <laughs> that is- <laughs> That's it. <laughs> just kidding. It's when you make a grunt in that noise. That was- <laughs> <laughs> Did you do Christina in that voice? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love That's how long you can drive. <laughs> Yeah. It's been a while since I've asked her to bring Christina out. I forgot how much joy that brings me. <laughs> so the Muppet the start with a little bit of like nasally grunt like, instead of the regular grunt too. Tell just me what you want. <laughs> what do you want? Tell me your nerdy stuff. <laughs> that's getting kind of scary like a frog now <laughs> you need to do a character voice like just go for that i'll remember that now it's gonna shred your vocal cords <laughs> it definitely is man you're gonna have to sip like honey tea while you record or while you do whatever adventure you're on the whole it hurts time more in the nose it's a very nasally one man <laughs> back of throat well it's a true talent though um i'll just go ahead into my real nerd out though even though i wish it was that voice i just don't have the words to express how much i enjoy that but what I am nerdy out on, it's something that I do like really enjoy and love. So I'm going to try to talk about it. I normally suck talking about things that I super like. But the um, remake of the the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 <gasps> came That's out. That's my nerd out. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Let's do this one. It kicks so much ass. It, it is, is so, so good. Fucking amazing. Oh, it's, I love it. It's like I forgot like the joy that this game brought me and the effect that it had like just on like kind of like our culture specifically like our Mm -hmm. like generation growing up because like it's the graphics are amazing and as soon as and it is straight up just the game so like you know you drop in and you drop into the warehouse and like dropping into the warehouse felt like coming home like i instantly was like remembering all the lines i was like oh dang yeah that's secret tapes up there Mm -hmm. like if you hit you drop right in something pull me back to childhood so fast and so quickly and so perfectly as this game has it just healed everything that was broken inside me (laughs) it did as soon as they start like you hit the title screen and they're playing real big fish it just everything seems fine again like you're just going back to being a kid hanging out with your friends having like a good time but like so the, the game itself like it was 
it brought back a lot of nostalgia for me, but it got me like thinking about like the effect that it had, like just on skateboarding. Cause I remember like, I've always been into skateboarding, but like for the longest time, like it was seen as like, not necessarily a, a bad thing, not especially in California, but a lot of places like you were a shit kid. If you skateboarded, mm-hmm. like you were like a vagrant essentially. And like most kids weren't like really, skating that much like they had bikes and stuff but it wasn't like skating we wasn't were like a huge rollerblading thing. way more than we were skating and who the fuck rollerblades now <laughs> yeah but this it's game back. made it where like the controls were like just so simple and easy and it made you really felt like skating as dumb as it feels like especially in an older game like it brought the same feel that skating brought to you in this game mm-hmm. but allowed you to pull off these tricks that you could never do which like that's another thing part of the game they have like i'm trying to remember what it is it's like a trick slack or something they call it or something like trick forgiveness it's a, mm-hmm. a like a coding they put into it to allow you like when you're not lined up to like still land the trick and everything to make the game more enjoyable because it'd be mm. unbearable to like oh yeah eating just, shit every single time you just yeah. try to do anything which half those tricks you would eat shit in real oh, life yeah. with like all of them so like that's like what it, it like made it where everybody wanted to like you could mm-hmm. be talking about skateboarding they had stuff to talk about it and, like, it just made it where everybody wanted to go out and skate. And, like, straight up, I could show up to school and be talking about, like, the lines, like, what new lines I was taking in the warehouse or, like, the downhill and all this stuff. And people would, like, we would argue about the best ways to hit it and all that stuff. Like, it was a blast. Also, you, the, it made these skateboarders, like, a uh, household name. Like, yeah. Like, Tony Hawk especially, but everyone else who was in that game as well. It's like... I know who these skateboarders are and skateboarders are cool. And I mean, I started skateboarding after this too. Mm-hmm. Like I awesome. tried. <laughs> it just didn't work out very well. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's what you don't feel the pain in the video game. And that's, what's fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I love did. like it, it really did give you the feeling. Cause I cannot stay balanced yeah. on a skateboard. Like I just have a very hard time with it. And I just bloodied up my knees, my whole childhood trying so hard, but it does feel, feel like more than any of the other video games that try to recreate the feeling of something it does kind of feel like you're skateboarding it's the angles mm-hmm. that you're in and the like motion of the co- like kick push kind of like feeling i don't know there's something about that game that just let me live out what i wanted to be so much more than like i could ever manage to mm-hmm. accomplish in my life yeah it's like they have like just them like the soundtrack kicks ass. Yeah. But if you turn off the soundtrack and they have just the sound of the skateboarding, like that's one of the calmest sounds to me. So to have just yeah. that sound in there, like I've, I freaking lo- I love the game so much. It's so good. I'm so glad it's back and better. Also, I love blaming Tony anytime I do something wrong. It's like, damn it, Tony. Yeah. Now that you know he's an old guy, it's our favorite thing to do. Just yeah. be like, Tony, you've lost it. Tony, come on. When I'm well, trying to pull off a 900 McTwist <laughs> on a gap. Like, it's clearly <laughs> Tony's fault. <laughs> You need a balance on that grind, my dude. Then we got a wall grind. Like, come oh, on, get better. I cannot land a, land a misty flip in this game to save my fucking life. It is oh, my Madonna? goal. I, no, a misty flip. A misty misty flip? flip? I cannot. I can land a Madonna, dude. I just can't Madonna the gap on the down hall. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the oh. misty flip, like, you guys will hear about the day I land that shit. Oh, Our other roommate lands it back it. to back. Does he really? Yeah. Fuck. fucking hate him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so I think I I played it a lot when I was younger. This new one I've only played probably twenty minutes of um, so far. Cassie has been dominating on this thing though. Um, so the the small amount of time that I played on, I played in the warehouse, and it was funny because like it didn't seem like I didn't I didn't remember any of it until like 
I went through a window and then I was like, oh shit, this is where the mixtape was. This is where that. And I was like, a boom, like brain blast of all these things that I used to do. And I was like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's just that fun. So I'm sure if I were to play it like again on multiple different levels and I'd feel like that same thing, which I do love. And I, I'm, I love that you're nerding out about that. Both of you guys. It's so wonderful. And I love that like, and not to encourage the vagrant stereotype that came with skating, but you just get to break into things. And oh, like, yeah. It's so just, fun. Uh, like schools and stuff, especially the fact that you just end up in the gym if you follow the right path. <laughs> just like, mm-hmm. Yeah. That schoolyard one is a fun, a fun level for sure. It's real fun. But it is, that's like, that's what's so cool about dropping into the warehouse is it literally has you break through a wall mm-hmm. and it just sets the tone for this whole it's shit. You're so like, good. yeah. So it's a very good one. Um, so yes, um, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, very good, great investment. Um, yeah. yeah, another thing I blew money on <laughs> a video game. I had Worth to add it. that to 100% it. One hundred percent not. Look a at how happy you whatsoever. are. No Listen, regrets. You needed that. Who says money doesn't hard. buy happiness? It bought me Tony Hawk one and two. It so. bought you Tony Hawk, and it bought the dog some toys, and I think we're all happier because of that. So thank you, money, for doing that for us. Uh, <laughs> All right, so I love Tony Hawk Pro Skater, but I'm not nerding out about it right now. I am nerding about out about something that I got Cassie into as well. It's called Julian the Phantoms. Oh it's, shit! It's a t- It's a Ooh. show on Netflix. Ooh, everybody. I'm halfway through it. Oh, <laughs> I have not yes. finished it. Oh, so please don't God. spoil shit oh, because I, I I'm halfway not. through it. No, this is a PSA to everyone to watch Julian the Phantoms because it fucking blew my mind i turned i like turned on the commercial and i was like okay it tells you everything that's gonna happen in this show it doesn't though because it's so twisted and wild and takes you on this crazy wild ride i love it so much so first of all it's a telenovela and adaptation so it wasn't originally in english and then also it's produced by kenny ortega which if you don't know who kenny ortega is (laughs) he did high school musical i believe he did glee as well and then like he's he's done basically everything didn't that, he do camp rock too um i have a feeling he had his little pause in camp rock but i do not yeah. remember him being <laughs> not confirmed but it has, the feel. Pause, it has the feel yeah pause yeah the dance numbers don't feel as much him but i high school uh. musical is his biggest one and like literally the first couple episodes feel like high school musical because i think it's filmed in the same high school gym because it seems it it has that same look feel everything and there are so many twists turns and absolute bops that come out of this show i <laughs> fucking love it so i have ha- i have the fucking soundtrack all on my phone right now and i do listen to that in my car on the way home and it is a it is a tv show made for high schoolers and children but i'm over here 27 years old enjoying julie and the phantoms because it is pure joy it sucks you in like crazy and i love it premise if i were to give you a premise just really short um there's a girl named julie she finds these three ghosts in her garage. The ghosts are of three boys that were in a boy band and they had a died. 90s boy band. An I feel like it's really important to emphasize very a 90s boyfriend. Important that it was 1995 that these boys died, but it seemed more like a 2001 type vibe from them. But it doesn't matter. Either way, very, very good because they don't understand what's going on. There's so many things that go around the whole aspect because she's like in high school, middle middle school. There's drama. There's everything. Uh, I love it. I love Julie and the Phantoms and I'm completely nerding out about it. I finished it in two days and I am just here to tell you to watch it right now. 
there's like so this type of show is completely in line with like what you watch like yes. high school musical and all that shit but it got me because of how absurd it is yes so like we straight up like it's been so long since we've like stayed up to binge a show mm-hmm. and julie and the phantoms got us we were 2 a.m 2 a.m binging this show Philly is exactly what we needed right now it really Just is dumb simple fun stuff dumb simple there's a lot of drama it's high school there's twists that you would never have thought of happening the the last couple episodes especially it's like holy shit i had no idea it was gonna go here so books you're in for a wild ride the beginning starts off is crazy anyways with just just boy band phantom like ghosts all of a sudden oh by the way i didn't mention they cannot be seen by anyone else except for julie unless they start playing rock then they're visible and they're visible it's so good god it's so that's their connection to the world yes. obviously mm-hmm. god it's so good okay also some moments truly sad oh <laughs> god <laughs> i like didn't expect it to break my heart like so soon i, I cried while like, watching oh, julie and the phantoms oh, this so. is hurting. <laughs> julie and the phantoms literally builds you up and breaks you to fucking pieces but in such a good way in a good Still way watch it. it's so good in a good way because it breaks you down then it you want to cry again out of happiness Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. And it's just, there's a lot that goes into this. What seems to be a very simple show. It's very complex and it knows exactly where it's at. And I love shows that knows who they are. They know who they are and they can play with who they are. So it's, it's very fun. I love it. Julian, the Phantoms definitely nerd out. Watch it. It's (laughs) on Netflix. Please just talk to me, message me or something. I've been tweeting about it and no one's tweeting me back because no one's watching it. So please do that. (laughs) Please. Give her someone to talk to. Just give me someone to talk to. Well, now I know Books is watching, so I need to talk to you too. I am but, watching. All right. Aside from Julie and the Phantoms, um, I think it's time for us to learn a little bit more about um, what we really experienced on September 21st to 2019 when we invaded Area 51. So I am going to tell you the fact that I have written down, and then I would love for you guys to tell me kind of how we experience that Mm -hmm. so when we went and we stormed tell me about when we learned about that you got it got it cool thanks all right so this is a true fact astronomer frank drake made the first attempt to contact hypothetical aliens he used an 85 foot radio dish at the national radio astronomy observatory in west virginia to anticipate signals from two nearby sun-like stars however the effort was fruitless Nonetheless, Drake went on to develop the Drake theory of potential extraterrestrial life. So we learned a little bit more when we went to Area 51 about what we actually found from these big satellites. So can you share with me a little bit more of what you guys saw when we went to Area 51? We all went to kind of different areas. So can you share with me what you found? Yeah, I went to, I immediately went to like, this has been, I love hearing about space, even just like the sounds that are in space, even not even like hearing aliens technically just the sounds we can pick up is dope as shit yeah so i immediately went to like the tech group kids you know yeah and because i know we we were on the message boards we were working on a while for a while on a couple theories on how we could like you know people were thinking we needed bigger radio towers bigger satellites in order to get these sounds like frank drank over here thinks we need this big in a big one but he didn't realize i don't know if the technology wasn't around then but all we needed to do was um get a whole bunch of walkie talkies and Mm -hmm. sync them up into the right ones and then also just like get one of those walkie talkies on the same channel up into space yeah and then we were chatting right with them oh yeah that was it well one of the one of the early mistakes was made that they like uh definitely 
definitely thought they were just picking up channels here on Earth because mm-hmm. there was a, just like a lot of music being mm-hmm. around. But uh, alien, the aliens that they found communicate through like Beatles lyrics. So wow. they were just really, really confused. They thought they were just picking up radio channels and it was really the aliens talking. They now really like our music. If so. Julie and the Phantoms was actually Julie and the aliens because no. they're actually Possibly. aliens because that that what are those things called? walkie talkie that walkie talkie that we put in space mm-hmm. just picked up all of that from julian the phantoms and then we made that into a tv show in order to make it quote unquote not real we uh threw in mm-hmm. the phantoms aspect rather than the aliens and we Absolutely. got those alien bops wild and aliens they do bops they do yeah. they certified bops is what they're creating out there and that makes so much sense because we there are so many famous pop stars that you think how do they come up with this they must be connected to something on another level and they are they're connected to space aliens oh listen dude. katie perry tried to tell us with her song extraterrestrial and she we did, did. she said she got probed and it made me feel she, weird we when didn't she said that. listen <laughs> It made me feel weird, but listen. But you know, I ignored truth, her so. because I wasn't comfortable, so I wasn't ready yet. It took storming Area 51 to be ready. Now I'm here. I'm ready. She got probed by an alien. I learned about it via your, her song. Your ears got probed. <laughs> My your heart got probed by Julian about the Phantoms. Her <laughs> now you're ready to accept this message. No, I'm ready. No, I'm ready. Okay, well, I think we learned a lot from that, and I thank you guys for sharing your information with all of us here. Um, and I think it's time for us to rule again. Roll. Do we get any points? Oh, yeah. You should probably get some points. Um, so you both nerded out about Tony Hawk Pro Skater, which is oh fucking radical, my dudes. Uh, that was weird. I'm going to give you 360 points for that. Hey, you know what? Yeah. So I kind of liked dude. it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a little bit. What's the guy's crush from Finding Nemo? Ooh, yeah. radical, dude. Um, but yeah, I really liked what you guys brought that. So thank you so much. And we should roll again. All right, and we rolled a throwback. So uh, besides throwing back to last year when we stormed Area 51, um, why don't we throw back to some time in our childhood, a time that really formed us? And I think that time has to be dodgeball. Can you tell me about your experience with dodgeball and um, how that went with your life? I, I (laughs) I feel like it should be, and I feel like all of our listeners are ready for me to say, like, I was the kid who hated dodgeball. It was terrible. I fucking love dodgeball. No, I was I can not see the you. kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, mm-hmm. No, it fits. A hundred percent see <laughs> you being the one loving hitting other people with balls. <laughs> <laughs> it lines up so well. If you well. know anything about me, that is a verified fact. <laughs> you, okay. So you loved it. Were you any good at it? I was decent. I was yeah. not good at catching. Like I could never be the person to like get a person out because I caught the ball. Because mm-hmm. I was just not good at that and not coordinated enough. But I could hit people and I could dodge okay. okay. So I had like two of the three skills there you that go. helped you out. And then I also just had friends who were way better at it than me. Yeah. And they just protected me too. So oh, they homies. would like see a ball coming for me that they knew I was going to have a hard time dodging and not be able to catch. And they would just come out of nowhere and grab the ball and be like, hey, I got you. <laughs> like, wow. This is, you got some real friends. That's, that's fucking yeah. fantastic. Wait, where did you I, play dodgeball? Our school let it. I know like a lot of schools don't encourage dodgeball. Our I don't think anymore. Really think encourage like dodgeball. Outlawed. Yeah. At our school, it was like uh, uh, basically requirement in PE. So we used to play. Oh. We have this like weird in like seventh grade and eighth grade. Um, eighth grade we were on this like weird campus and it was partly our cafeteria partially an auditorium because we didn't have a gym 
And so we used to play in this weird like auditorium space. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, we my grade was is the reason dodgeball got banned at the school because oh. we there was a dodgeball revolution once we oh. played um was it nation ball was the one where when yes. you got out you lined up behind yeah. and yes. you could get back in by catching okay we went hard as shit at that game and um like it was legitimately like it was the only thing we played anytime there was free time like we were playing that and it was like that was in you know middle school so that was multiple grades mm-hmm. and then we let like it was like all of us were out there on that shit. And uh, it got so, like, there was so many broken noses. I broke three fingers playing it. Oh, my God. And, like, we, they straight up had to ban it because we went way too hard at this game. But it was, it was oh like, the most fun. I, we all loved it so much. And it was just, like, I don't, I don't know. How, it was... It was the fucking it was best. I don't Even like when you got hurt, it was still fun. Like, oh, I didn't yeah. care. Everyone got woofed in the in the the stomach. Like you all oh, yeah. got like lost the wind from dodgeball, but like you still kept playing. Oh yeah. And then you cannot talk about dodgeball without talking about nation ball. So I cannot remember entirely what the difference between it. Besides the fact that yeah, in nation ball you were able to come in. Did, were you able to mm-hmm. throw from behind the line as well? You were yeah. So yeah. behind that's how you could get people still in out. Yeah. And then also if you caught immediately from the line, yes. you were back in. Yeah. Okay. Or if you just like bounced to you and you were on the line, you could also beam people from behind. Nation <laughs> ball yeah. was fucking wild, and I loved it. So it was I, chaos and anarchy. Let's be real. Nation was. ball was like nation that's why it was so cool so i only had the opportunity to play dodgeball and nation ball when i was in private school um so like up until fourth grade and so it was all these little kids and all of us were pretty damn tough because i don't remember too many people crying from it but like we would get down in derby in it and it would only be during daycare Mm. so it was all the crazy us crazy daycare kids who were just just wanting to go home or something like that and just playing dodgeball and nation ball and it was we were only allowed to play it like once a week. So it was a special treat for us. And I, I did love it. Man. And I was, I used to be good at it when I was in elementary school. Could you, were you good at all aspects? Dodging, was, throwing, catching? Yes. Or? I was good at all aspects because I was tiny and I was fast. Oh, hell yeah. And then people always underestimated me. Yeah. So it was always mm-hmm. very good for me. But then. That was I would, an advantage I had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were like nerdy McKenna ain't going to be able to do shit. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and then I just didn't care if I got a ball in my hands. And then I caught their balls or they would come close to me. So I'd be able to throw it at them. Like it worked out really great. But then when I was in college, there's all these trampoline gyms and they have dodgeball in them too. God, I'm not, I'm not. I, I never tried those do ones. I don't, I don't think I can do that. No, it's like, it's a I whole think the other only aspect. The advantage you have is dodging because you can just jump higher than shit to dodge. It ball. makes it harder because you it's have hard the to air time. time. That. Yeah. The yeah. air time up there. And so when you're in the air, it's more likely that you'll get hit in mm-hmm. my, what I think. So I played that in that, on that jumping trampoline place, right? With a bunch of my teammates in college, which they are the scariest girls I've ever met in my life and the most intimidating people. And there was one girl who she was like had murder in her eyes and she would (laughs) beam people. And she one time got out six people on the other team and ended up winning. That's what, those are the best ones when it comes down to, if you're just the last one and you get out all the standing ones. She was the last one. She is, well, everyone was backing away because she was terrifying and she was so good at it. And she would have loved to go against her. Carly, (laughs) her name was Carly. Yeah, I would have loved to go against her. She's terrifying. She had all our wild. She ended up being a Marine. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> like first female marine and all this kind of stuff. like she's fucking wild and she was absolutely crazy but i love that she was on my team so there was that but yeah dodgeball is very fun i love dodgeball um and i would like to play it again and i would get mm-hmm. dominated today if i did play it but i don't care because oh, it's yeah. fun being like there's a lot more fear as an adult a lot more. Yeah. I think being a younger sibling helped a lot with that because yeah. I had no fear of getting hit with a ball because I was like, this mm-hmm. is my daily it life. I've had shit thrown at me my whole <laughs> life, dude. It's really so, regular. <laughs> so people, you know, it's like when those balls, like it's kind of like rolling in the in-between where yeah. you have to step up close to the people that everybody would back down from. That's where I was like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go for this ball. I think like, I definitely not like Carly material. Marines never would happen for me, but I think I definitely have a, like a little crazy in my expression too. Cause I was that person. Like when the balls are all lined up, I will sprint for it. And I'm oh, not the fastest, yeah. but I would glare at people and be like, you're not going to get this fucking ball. Like you're going to die. That's, if you try it, that's no a whole one would come thing. for the ball. <laughs> you have to psych them out before you yeah. even go for the ball. And then they're uh-huh. like, I'm not going to go. Cause this bitch is fucking crazy. And it's like, that's right. I'm going to eat you alive. <laughs> I had the power move of, I, I would let everybody else run for it. Cause you know, they would like try to do that move yeah. and I'd be like, and then they would toss it to me. I'd catch it. I'd be like, thanks for getting it for me. And then <laughs> beam them with it. Ah. It was my go-to move every time. <laughs> nice. No, I just relied on that. Like you're going to die. If you try this, you don't even need to try. <laughs> We would, well, our team would try to strategize on who to go for first. So mm-hmm. like three people would go for that person. And then the last person with the ball would try to hit them with it. So did you, you had to start for, we always started with the best person the best to get person. them out first. I think it was more of which kid was the nerdiest is oh. how we did it. It was mm. fourth grade, like fourth yeah. grade and under. So, I mean, that's how we Not did it. Not a lot it. of strategy. No. Yeah. I don't think so, but. Yeah, I that guess was, if we knew if our team, if three, at least three of us got the ball, we went for the best one on their team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, we did not strategize like that. It was more of that person is in front. We're all going to get them <laughs> because they're, you they're here. You meanie. I'm such a meanie. Thank you for sharing, guys. That was fantastic. And I think it's time for us to learn a little bit more about our journey to Area 51. So in Colorado, there's a town called Hopper. In Hopper, there exists a UFO watchtower. The site is the host of an extreme number of extraterrestrial sightings and just so happens to sit right on top of the Bermuda Triangle of the West. So um, can you tell us a little bit about what we found out about what they found at this UFO watchtower? Also, I'd like to mention before we even go into that Hopper Colorado. I'm feeling like this has something to do with Stranger Things. Am I right? You see the connections right right there. I don't know how they haven't made it. absolutely so relevant um, so yeah also there's a, a motherboard producer chris o'coin who visited the strange looking post and met people whose watchful eyes are glued to the skies and can you tell us a little bit more about the people he talked to and the things that we have learned from those people um who are at these watchtowers looking at these ufos yeah the main thing i found was that like you know ufos we kind of either picture like their crafts as like that typical like dome-shaped saucer. little thing saucer little saucer or you know in recent ones we've like made it where it's like our like stealth fighter ones and everything Mm -hmm. but what i found is like aliens like to get wild with their spaceships like it's straight up just like the most wild shapes the ones like they like to flex on like their technology so they make the most unaerodynamic shape or like the ones that's like just the weirdest to see out in the sky and that's Mm -hmm. how they actually like form most of their spacecraft after i find that of all of the media that we consume 
the one that got it the most correct of alien ships is going to be Thor Dark World and all of the Thor series. Mm-hmm. Because yes. when you have mm-hmm. the Ronin, all of his ships and stuff like that, they're like twisty little spirals. Yeah. Wild. Why well, would they do that? Because aliens can. That's why they would do it. And the other thing is we always like imagined like everything silvery and metallic and just yeah. very like gleaming. They're wild colors too. Mm-hmm. They like to show off their personality with these ships and they fully bring it. I mean, with the designs and just the colors and everything. They're beautiful sights. And you know what? I learned going to Area 51 that these are radical dudes, these guys in the skies, um, because they love all these bright color things and they love to rock. Like, who wouldn't Mm -hmm. like these guys? Who wouldn't want to find out more about them? Well, definitely us. We want to learn more. So why don't we roll again so we can learn some more about these alien boys? Do we get points for our... Sure, I guess so. I Gotta get those points. I gotta catch up. All right, so Cassie and Books, thank you for sharing in the Dodgeball Times and for giving me some great information about these uh, aliens. I'm going to give you both uh, 100 points. I love this character that keeps coming back up. I love them. Mm-hmm. The fucking nerd. That's what it is. Yeah, it's wonderful. Fucking nerd. All right, so why don't we roll again? And we rolled a 10, and 10 is follower question. All right, and we have a uh, follower submission from Mason. He sent this over, and he says, what animal do you think your co-host looks most like? But you cannot answer for yourself, only for the other two. So, Cassie, books, what animals do I look like? I don't know if it's a look, but there is a personality that you take on. Yes. You have very much so like squirrel personality. Yeah. And it I can l- kind of see look too, to be honest. Like, <laughs> it's not whatsoever. It's not in any sort of way. But look too, I think squirrel fits all around. Yes. Because it's honestly, if like I have never seen a person eat corn on the cob like a squirrel <laughs> but it was it blew my fucking mind the first time you picked up a corn on the cob and naturally ate that shit like a squirrel like nobody, i like, don't think i've ever witnessed this stop. and now i don't know if i ever want to you've probably <laughs> seen me eat i hunch my shoulders over my food i and i yeah. i gnaw on it <laughs> like will not put the corn down until all the little cobs are gone why would you is it like, it's like a cartoon little, style yeah. it's a t- yeah, they're like all the way down and then <laughs> but it's like it's like a vertical instead of a horizontal. Yes, it's a yes you have what the fuck is wrong well. with you? It's, I'm telling you, it blew my fucking mind. Uh, you eat back and forth. You don't eat up and down. What? The first time you did it, I stared at you because I was trying to figure out if it was a bit or not. But you were in a trance. I was like, is she fucking with me right now? No. But no, that was how you ate corn on the cob. This is why I love squirrels so much. We are one. You know how you like exude what you like really want to be <laughs> or like your idols yes uh, my idols are squirrels <laughs> it shows it shows in a lot of your personality thank you that yeah <laughs> it makes sense and i, I mean like it in that. the best way but you resemble a squirrel the most too oh. like i can't think of another animal that you mm-hmm. okay yeah. so who do we go to next cast your books Books, I'm trying to think of something that matches like her hair is the obvious go-to. Yeah. And books, yeah. will you give me permission to be fucked up right now? I My family's already done everything, so go for <laughs> it. All right. Oh. Okay. Feel free to call me a bitch on this one. But if you 
if anybody's ever seen you run, I would liken it to a baby, like a baby giraffe learning how to walk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my mom used to say I walked like a giraffe in heels. Like I yeah. ran like a giraffe in heels. Like it's just even more awkward than a giraffe trying to move about. If you like gave them platforms or something. It doesn't like your limbs aren't long, but for some, the way you move them when you run, because they're so stiff and straight, so it, seems, <laughs> it like makes them look 10 times longer. Like it you are not... If you want to picture me run, like have a close friend or someone run without bending their legs ever and like just watch them go by and that is me sprinting. That yeah. That's just so good. See, so I was bad. thinking more of an like a ostrich or emu because okay, they yeah. have those very, very good feathers and they like look very put together and stuff. But then those guys run and they look fucking wild. So again, <laughs> the yeah, they're running, they're running, but it's like also looking elegant. But then when you get up close, it's like, shit, these guys are going to fucking murder. They're going to fuck they're you gonna fucking murder. Oh, uh, that's true. So, so it's like from a distance, I look put together close up. I'm a hot mess and angry and murderous. Not, and then you uh, see me run and I've got nothing together. <laughs> not a hot mess just terrifying <laughs> and then prone to panicking so you bury your hair head in the sand the amount of times i saw your head in wow. the sand like yeah. <laughs> i mean that's just my go-to way to solve problems <laughs> accidentally Stick your head in some sand accidentally lay an egg every once in a while forget about it kick it around you know sometimes it happens <laughs> it happens just god kidding, i am an ostrich oh, shit. <laughs> but yeah i would go with ostrich <laughs> i think that fits, one fits. fits again i feel like this is creating an image to everyone that i have like really long graceful legs i don't i've got the shortest legs ever and they're just real stiff when i read no you just got normal like normal legs it's, it's just like normal. it's just like good legs but the, your running technique is you got good legs, you got good legs. it's like i never learned i swear i did learn how to somebody, run it just somebody work punked for me. you when they taught you how to run like somebody really <laughs> fucked with you they were like oh her two siblings they're gonna be fine don't worry about it this one no, 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 no. you'll run faster if you don't bend your legs <laughs> no we had another girl on our soccer team who had a like she like spun her legs in the back and that what? was even it crazier. Was wild. She looked what? like like a windmill as she sprinted up. What? It was yeah. so weird. To get hers back around, she did a little flip to bring it back forward. What? The weird part was she was also fast, so I don't understand. Very fast. Oh. Yeah. She it was like little propellers for her. That's so interesting. Well, yeah, I yeah. would love to watch that now. Uh so now we're down to Cassie. Cassie, what what animal would Cassie be? What's my animal? I was thinking <sighs> kind of like a, a dog oh that's the highest going compliment towards, like golden retriever or something like friendly and happy but then i'm like not sure you don't look like a dog <laughs> like just, uh, even if i did i take is... that this is all the nicest shit you guys could have said i was ready for some cruel things i was gonna go for like mastiff because you have like a very hard exterior mm -hmm. um, and i drool so much and you drool a lot <laughs> yeah um, god yeah. could you tell oh jesus i could be a mastiff too but i really you... do drool a shit time <laughs> but cassie you just want to you just want to lay on everyone i just want to cuddle you That's just want to cuddle you just want to get on <laughs> right. everyone's lap i also just don't want to move i just want to nap all day like yeah, yeah you're a mastiff yeah. like but yeah. you also like hiking sometimes um and like mastiffs you're wrinkly thank you thank you but the wrinkles <laughs> in the right spots though all the right the, only the best wrinkles <laughs> where god intended the wrinkles to be that's ooh, where all my wrinkles are ooh, put that in your brain and now tell me where that is listener <laughs> please tell me email me again reach out on twitter tell me about julian phantoms and the cassie's wrinkles where just are they reach out to mm -hmm. caitlin just tell me that. just me just me please <laughs> i don't know 20s just because but so cassie's a dog hell yeah yeah cassie's a dog 
All right. Uh, thank you, Mason, for sending that over. Again, you can send over your follower question to at Unnatural20s on any of your social media platforms. Or guess what? You can send it over on email, unnatural20s at gmail.com. And I think it's time that we learn more about aliens. <laughs> Who's ready to talk about aliens? Me. Oh, Always. me too. Isn't that crazy? We're on the same wavelength, bro. <gasps> it's a bond we've had ever since we stormed Area 51. July 4th, 1947. Mark Brezel went out to his sheep pasture in Waswell, New Mexico, and found some unusual objects, including metallic sticks, foil reflectors, and paper scraps. Since he had no idea what the objects were, he called the local sheriff, who then called the Roswell Army and Air Force. The pieces were swiftly taken away in armored trucks. A few days later, the Roswell Daily Record published an article titled RAAF RAF? captures flying saucer on ranch in Roswell region, sparking conspiracy theories that would last decades. Many believe that the pieces found in the field were from an alien ship, even though officials said that they were for from a broken weather balloon. Years later, it was discovered that the objects were part of a secret military project called Project Mongrel, which aimed to eavesdrop on the Soviet Union. Sounds like a cover-up in my opinion. Want to know why? Because I found out at Area 51, that's not what really it was. It really was Mm -hmm. alien pieces and pieces to what? Cassian Books. Do you remember what we learned in Area 51 about what those pieces of a so-called weather balloon were? So uh, aliens... Like, I feel like we don't consider them much like humans at all, but they do have something in common. And that's that they're not very good at cleaning up their campsites. Yeah. It was discovered that aliens were having a little camp out in New Mexico because it's the greatest place to view stars from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And they uh, just left behind a bunch of shit. No. Yeah. There's, they're real messy bitches. And that's what like, they also go to Roswell because um, it is one of the alien like capitals of the world. Mm-hmm. My uh, cousin was out there for uh like military school or some shit and uh he like that is a big part of their culture so you know they just like to gather where they're like welcomed so mm-hmm. and it is like the, it's a big popular thing where like they have giant campouts because they know like they see all the kids at the school doing little campouts for fun and everything and they're like i want to do that too but also they're messy bitches Wh- and wouldn't you want to go there yeah, exactly. Wouldn't you want to go where you're loved? Exactly. Like, yeah. are you going to go to this random, beautiful place with oceans and everything? No, you're going to go where people love you. And mm-hmm. that's in Roswell, New Mexico. And that's why those crazy, dirty bitches go there. Um, <laughs> if Aliens, if you're listening, uh, that's Caitlin who called you a dirty bitch. I respect mm-hmm. you. But if you also remember, I called you radical as fuck because you're cool at the music and you like the colors. And so do I. Mm-hmm. And dirty bitch is actually a term of endearment. And honestly, yeah. like, thank you for leaving some stuff behind because it just let us get one more piece of information that the government was trying to hide from us. Exactly. So without you being messy bitches, we would know less. It's like when you left behind Stonehenge. Thank you for that. It's one of our greatest mysteries. Thank you. You give us something to live for. (laughs) Um, Well, I think we learned a lot of good things there. And I think I should give you points this time. And I'm going to remember to give you points. Uh, So for... uh, Expanding on what animals we are, um, I'm going to give you both a uh, hundred points and a hundred points to Mason too for just sending over that freaking radical question. He deserves it. It was a good one. Yeah. And honestly, I think we nailed. I think we nailed the animals. I think we did it very good. Yeah. Like, I, would, I did not expect to nail it that hard, and here we are. All right, and I think it's time for us to roll one more time. We rolled an 18, which is what do you love? Tell me, nerds, what do you love? 
man, being called a nerd in that voice, like I don't, I can't tell if it hypes me up or makes me more sad. I feel like a sleazy guy. Yeah, like, that one was. Yeah, I feel like yeah, it's not, it's no longer supportive. Normally, I don't care when people call me nerds. I own it. That one that was like a felt early two thousand shitty like DJ. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just gonna go ahead and go dig into my love because. Uh, there's a Twitter and it's called crushing things with force uh-huh. and it's just oh. a Twitter. Uh, I should come out. I don't know if this is a kink thing or not, but it's uh. just, even if it's not from a kink perspective, it's fantastic to look at because it's, it's just, just entertaining. I didn't even consider the kink angle. <laughs> it started to worry me because I wasn't sure, but it is a delight to just scroll because it's people like it'll show one photo and it's them like holding like a McFlurry or something. And the next photo is them squishing it, like crushing things with force yeah so it's just the stuff exploding and it's so good i i enjoy it's a good little scroll when you need to just like turn i your also mind off. follow this twitter and i didn't even consider that people are following it for that reason and now i'm a little disturbed because i thought might, it was like entertaining it might not be because it is just like with your hands and stuff but it, it, yeah. like i was talking to somebody about it and they were like is that a kink thing and i was like oh no oh no <laughs> don't know <laughs> i have a kink now i was to like me, i don't know it's, it's like funny. almost like satisfying like it's just like i don't know for some reason i want to see weird things be crushed and it's just it's so funny funny that somebody put this twitter out there and people are like hell yeah let me crush some things (laughs) like it's just like you never know what's gonna come up next and you're just like oh that's weird (laughs) it's a it's a delight that's very good i do love that I, um, I think I actually found that Twitter because you liked maybe the McFlurry one because that was the probably first image I saw. I or don't someone know. Someone else did too, and it's going I, around uh, in our circle right now, and I'm so glad. Yeah, just now it's on my timeline. Very good. Um, well, one thing that I love is um, dogs wearing hats. So some people just decide to put hats on dogs, and let me tell you, it seems like a very simple concept. But putting a hat on a dog changes everything. It does. It like changes mm-hmm. the personality of the dog. Like I see more of the like everything of the dog because a hat is on this dog. We do like to put hats on dogs. And when I say we, I mean me. I like to put hats on Murdoch. But I also love looking up accounts that have dogs and hats because yeah. it's a, very much a thing that people also like to do. And I enjoy every single time. Sometimes the dog's happy. Sometimes the dog really hates it. Either way, I I actually really enjoy it either way. It's so, so good. Dog hats are good because they yes. had to put the little holes for their ears. Yes. And there's oh, fucking so nothing cute. cuter than that. Because mm-hmm. their ears are always a lot of times they're flipped out or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it looks like their hair is like up in a ponytail almost when they have these hats on too. I love it. Everything about dogs and hats. I, I love uh, my wife's also about dogs. Good little puppies. My um, parents recently got a new puppy. Oh, my and gosh. I am so in love with him. And my love specifically about is about two things. Um, one, puppies running because they're just so floppy. Oh, so and cute. Just, their butt passes up their front and it's just adorable and it's wonderful and it's perfect. Um, but the other thing is too, it's because puppies, they're like easily tricked. Yeah. They're, just, they're like, they're so new to things and I just love their confusion of when you like pretend to throw the tennis ball and you hide it behind your back and they just run and look for it. They come back like, I'm so lost. It's like and legit And you just make it appear form. out of nowhere. And uh, yeah, so puppy confusion and just the fact that you can like trick them and play with them and have fun with them. And they're just beautiful, beautiful, wonderful things. They're just like the purest things that exist on the earth is puppies. So to watch them is a true, true joy. It's such a true joy. Yes, I love it. I really, really. And it's just like they get so tired so fast, too. So yeah, it's like you play with them for like 20 minutes and then they just fall asleep on your lap and you're like, oh, this is heaven. So it's a gift. 
And you said yep. like when they run, they like tumble, but they just kind of yes. like roll out of it and keep going like nothing ever happened. It's the cutest mm-hmm. fucking shit. And their tail just never stops wagging. The mm-hmm. entire sprint, tumble, get back up. They're just still so excited. Mm-hmm. And it's they're so good. Wow. Well, those were all very good loves. And um, one thing I also love is talking about how these aliens really were here, are here and they're on our planet so why don't we continue with that really quickly i have one last fact about these aliens um and that we can explain so in 1952 a cia group called the psychological strategy board concluded that when it came to ufos the american public was dangerously gullible and prone to hysterical mass behavior the group recommended debunking campaigns to tamper the public's interest in unexplained phenomena but the government seems to have been interested in it too in december the pentagon confirmed the existence of advanced aerospace threat identification program uh, and created in 2007 by ted stevens who reportedly was being chased by a mysterious object daniel inyote and then majority leader harry reed and funded with two, 22 million dollars of the department of defense's budget the program investigated and evaluated reports of ufo sightings many of which came from american service members so there's a lot of these sightings and the american government is trying to keep them from us is basically the the big synopsis mm-hmm. of that right there and some of the crazy things that actually came out of this were incredibly true um and we found that out at area 51 um so some of the cool things that we learned about aliens and the sightings of aliens are can you tell me a little bit about those i i don't know all of them but my favorite one is that for the longest time like our air force and our military were the first ones to spot alien like flying yeah. ships and everything but what they didn't understand they thought like they were under attack aliens really fucking love to zoom and race and yeah. they just were mm-hmm. thought our our air force was like just taking like flying for fun mm-hmm. and so they would just would show up next and they weren't attacking they were just really hoping to have a good little race they and, uh, were able to get one movie and one movie only and it was a fast and furious and they really thought that's what we were all about and then they exactly. got all about that and then they took to the skies and they were like i'm gonna i'm gonna beat you i'm gonna beat you so bad in your game of a flight. They're just trying their to their entire life. culture is living. Yeah. <laughs> their life one quarter mile at a time. <laughs> a quarter million miles at a time. That's all they're doing, guys. That's all they're trying to do. Uh, but it is also like they do love to race, but they're also like huge pranksters. And they once they found out that we were like trying to get like we were trying to prove their existence and everything, yeah. it became like a game to them. So they just kind of like would come down when they knew like our aircraft or stuff was like recording stuff or yeah. whatever. And where we'd get just enough glimpses where we couldn't like explain it mm-hmm. and just kind of like peace out from there and leave us with that little little bit of thing. They're all like the Ashton Kutchers of the skies. Yeah, we're, they're, they're just punking yeah. us constantly out here ready to get us punk. They have all our reactions too they're constantly mm-hmm. filming us and we only get glimpses so it's like their fail reels that play at the bar it's their chive it's just us like we are their chive god that i don't know why that hit me so hard <laughs> that hit me so hard we're either gods or aliens chive it's one of the two so <gasps> we Definitely. are the chive both <laughs> god that hit me hard all right. Well, that was fantastic. Uh, thank you guys for journeying on that for me and, and sharing with the world about our alien adventure into Area 51. Um, and I'm going to give you both 50 points for talking about your loves, which we did previously. And um, I think it's time for us to clap some cheeks and prove to everyone that aliens are 
real, even the people that aren't listening. So although alien stock can't happen this year, we can continue to believe that something wonderful or possibly scary is out there. While we continue to search for the truth, why don't we just go over our successes this past week and talk about what we did that was good? Mine, I'm just like, you know, really killing it this week. I've kind of already talked about it. My success is just getting Tony Hawk Pro Skater. It's just the greatest decision I've ever made. I'm proud of you. That was a brilliant success. It really was. And I see the joy that it brings to you. And I do not think it was anything but a success. Mm -hmm. And um, my success also has to do with the purchase. Because again, money buys happiness. Um, It's the fact that Cassie came home with a dog hat uh, for our puppy. So good. And it is not any any dog hat it is a flat brim hat so like the only thing i can think of is like an irish or like old person hat yeah I guess. like the it's old, an old man hat old man it's, hat. there's a name for it yeah i can't remember the flat brimmed like Gatsby. i don't know i don't know it's an old hat golfers wear it you can probably think of it now um but anyways we got our little boy this hat and our boy has lots of wrinkles murdoch is a wrinkly little boy he's part sharpay so um yeah, I do love it on him because he looks old and grumpy with it and it makes me very happy. So um, that is my success is the fact that not only did Cassie get this hat, but we got to parade around the whole apartment complex with Murdoch in this hat and people complimented him on this hat and it was oh, very fucking yes. good. God, no, he got so many compliments. Good. And like he kept it on too, which he doesn't keep on a lot of hats. So he um, likes this one. Yeah. Success is finding a hat that will fit his head too. My success is, so since like, like quarantine happened and everything, you know, we've all been like staying home and not doing much. Um, but I've lived in like the area I live in now. I moved here over a year ago, like a year and a half ago. And I was seeing like my parents regularly when I first moved here. But like just really like my parents, my um, like only when that we had like family events would I see them. But since quarantine like hit and like we don't really go anywhere uh my brother and sister-in-law and i have been doing like a taco tuesday and the plus is like we work together so we have to see each other we have to interact it just has to happen but um at work you don't get to like see each other and enjoy each other's presence it kind of is boring so we've started doing like a taco tuesday and it's just so fun to see each other and like hang out with my nephew and like a wholesome thing and i just don't think we would have started doing this had the pandemic not hit and we'd been forced to find a way to interact with each other in a and stay home way so yeah yeah um we've like done it now for like i think a whole month we've seen each other every tuesday for like a taco tuesday That's awesome. yeah. yeah so i just really really love it um i started teaching a new class so it got a little more difficult but i come for the tail end and I have cookies with my nephew. So That's adorable. It's just been very wholesome and needed and wonderful. So, oh, I, I, oh, that's very good. Well, we all have very good successes this week and they're all fantastic. But you're not measured by your success. You're measured by the amount of points that you get on this episode, which let's see how many episodes, how many points did you get this episode? Sorry. Oh, was it go alien? <laughs> Sorry, the alien came out of here. Really <laughs> Why don't we go over the fucking points right now? Because, and you know, it's not just going to be this episode. It's going to be all the episodes. Okay. Fuck. Jesus Christ. Cassie. You have 86,779 points. You're at the bottom of the leaderboard. In the middle of the leaderboard with 87,223. <laughs> Sorry, that's really close, and I'm very bad at doing this in my head. 87,223 points is me at the top of the leaderboard with 87,234 points, a.k.a. 10 points more is books. Congratulations, you have Woo. won this week. And at life, 
Um, but something else that you didn't win, but our listeners can win is going to be some fucking cool dice. They glow in the dark. No, they're not extraterrestrial, but you can believe that they are and it will become a thing and it will become canon in our life cycle. Um, yeah, that's some free dice. We can give those to you if you write a review for us on Apple Podcasts. So do that and then send us a message on social media so that way we can send those to you in an aircraft or the mail um and yeah do that to get some free dice if you don't want free shit and you would like to pay for stuff and pay us for this amazing content that we do create you can go to patreon.com slash unnatural 20s and pick a tier on there as low as one dollar up to 25 dollars and support us plus get some super cool stuff not dice but some other stuff like blog posts and a jacket and some other stuff Check out patreon.com slash unnatural 20s. I cannot be your DM for every single episode because you know what? It's hard sometimes and the aliens need me to be their spokesperson at uh, their events. So I can't do it every week. Sorry. But what we can do is we can get someone else to do it, which Cassie books. Good thing they're here with me. So why don't we roll to see which one of us is going to be our next DM next week. All right. So I'm going to roll a dice here. Here we're gonna hear it. Alright, that's for Cassie. Oh my god, Cassie! Cassie! Yeah. You got a nat 20. Ooh, <laughs> motherfuckers. Alright. Books, I'm gonna roll for you with same dice, same dice. I'm feeling lucky. You got a four. Don't feel okay. too lucky. I'm gonna roll for <laughs> myself now. Got, can, 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 can I get a natural 20 like Cassie? Let's let's find out. No, I can't. I got eleven. So Cassie, guess what? what you're gonna be our dm next week hell yeah congratulations all right so that's a cool thing that you just all found out with us right now next week cassie's gonna be your dm she's gonna need your help so why don't you go over social media at unnatural 20s or emails on natural 20s at gmail.com am i talking fast enough and you can send us over some stuff what do i mean when i say stuff i mean like questions and quests and stuff i talked about it like three times already you should probably know um and also just go into social media follow us it's cool over there guys post some cool stuff sometimes and so does cassie in books she's there too uh you should go over to social media <laughs> at on natural 20s <laughs> all right i Thank think you. I, you know what You're great. that's the story of my life these people all post really cool things and uh there's this person books also there so books does some amazing things on our patreon which you can find all of those on our patreon but they're behind a paywall so if you have a dollar that's super cool you can find books and stuff uh, if you want some free expensive. shit <laughs> Cassie and i are ready with our trench coats open ready to give you whatever you want for freezing oh what, whatever <laughs> books look at you're held to a higher standard i'm sorry <laughs> okay um now that i've exposed myself out of my trench coat it's time for us to talk about some cool thing like the scavengers network which we are proud to be a part of the scavengers network and there's some other great shows that are just as chaotic at us as us such as widk i don't know radio they haven't published an episode in the recent days but that's okay because they have a huge backlog of amazing podcast episodes and i do like them all you should go check out WIDK I Don't Know Radio. It's a radio podcast, but it's not a real radio. It's a parody, and it's pretty cool, and I do like it. And uh, you should check that out. WIDK I Don't Know Radio. And that's it for me. You can find their show, our show, and a lot of other shows at scavengersnetwork.com. Thank you for rolling with us. And catch us and a bunch of aliens with a new episode on... Monday. That's all. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.